As long as you live here on planet Earth, you're going to battle with your sinful flesh. There's just no way to get around it. Just read Romans 7, verses 15 through 25. The great news is that although you will always struggle against the sinful desires of the flesh, you do not have to be defeated by them. God promises in Galatians 5, 16, and 17 that when you live by the Spirit, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Well, welcome to the Point of Purity podcast. I'm your host, Steve Etner, author, national speaker, and purity coach for the Pure Man Ministry. This is episode 66, and in this episode, we are going to take a look at what it means to live by the Spirit and discover from Scripture how to no longer gratify the sinful desires of the flesh. So ready or not, buckle up, because here we go. In Galatians 5, verses 16 and 17, God tells us that to gain spiritual victory over the sinful desires of your flesh, we need to live by the Spirit. Okay, sounds great, but what does it mean? How exactly does a Christian live by the Spirit? Well, before we can discover the how, we need to first understand the what. So let's make sure we understand what it means to live by the Spirit. Now, to do that, we need to focus our attention for a few minutes on the word that Paul uses for living, live by the Spirit. You see, it's a word that refers to regulating or conducting your life according to a specific purpose and guide. In other words, you're not just going throughout each day willy-nilly, living on a whim, constantly pursuing your own selfish desires. It must never be about what I want, I need, I desire, I deserve, I have to have, I can't live without. You've heard me say many, many times if you've been following this podcast for long, it's not about King Me. Living by the Spirit is a term that refers to taking charge of your life in such a way that you're constantly making decisions. You're making little tweaks and adjustments throughout the day, all day long, to make sure you're thinking and behaving according to the leading of the Holy Spirit, to the glory of God. So that begs a question, how does the Holy Spirit lead me? How do I know what the Spirit wants me to do? Now, the answer is really quite simple. He uses God's truth, the Scriptures, to guide you. In John chapter 16, verse 13, Jesus promises his disciples that when the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. And where do we find truth? God's word is truth, John 17, 17. Sanctify them through the truth. Your word is truth. So as you read God's word, as you study it, as you memorize it, as you meditate on it throughout the day, the Holy Spirit will bring to your remembrance what God has said that you should do every time you're faced with a temptation, with a choice, with a decision. The Holy Spirit speaks God's word, God's truth, God's standards, God's principles into your heart. And by doing so, he's leading you, he's guiding you in how to react, how to respond, how to live in a way that totally honors and glorifies your Heavenly Father. Well, we probably should take a brief moment here and unpack this just a little bit further. I mean, how do you hear the Holy Spirit? How do you know if and when the Holy Spirit is actually talking to you, that he's leading you? 
Well, just as God promised the children of Israel in Isaiah 30, verse 21, that same promise stands true for you and I today. Here's what it says. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Oh, listen, my friend, the Holy Spirit is that voice guiding you through the promises and principles of God's word, always taking you back to the scriptures. Hear me out. Hear me out now. Listen to me. Watch this. If you're not in God's word daily, if you're not consistently hiding God's word in your heart, then you will not hear the Spirit's voice. Here's why I say that. In John chapter 14, Jesus has some precious alone time with his disciples. And in that precious, quiet time with his disciples, he shares with them what's about to transpire. We're going to go to Jerusalem. I'm going to be captured, tortured, crucified, and buried. Three days later, though, I'm going to rise again and be able to go back home to to heaven to be with my heavenly Father. But all the disciples could hear was, I'm leaving you. And so... They threw a hissy fit. Jesus calmed them down and he explained to them that it was necessary for him to leave. Otherwise, he couldn't send the Comforter, the Holy Spirit. And then in John 14, verse 26, Jesus explains to the disciples and to you and I today what the primary ministry of the Holy Spirit was going to be in the life of the born-again believer. He said that the Holy Spirit will remind you of everything I have said to you, John fourteen twenty six. Did you catch that? The Holy Spirit's ministry in your life, in my life, as born-again believers, is to remind us of what God has said in his word, the Bible. Now, I have a question for you. Can you remember something you never knew? Now, think about that for a moment. Can you remember something you never knew? The answer? No, of course not. I mean, how many of us tried that in high school and college? (laughs) It didn't work then. It's not going to work now. Now, Here's my point. To live by the Spirit, Galatians 5.16, is to conduct my daily thinking and speaking and behaving in a way that is consistent with Scripture. However, I cannot live by the Spirit if I'm not hearing the Spirit direct me. I cannot hear the Spirit direct me if I'm not actively in God's Word, the very words that the Holy Spirit uses to lead me. Let's go back to Galatians 5.16, and I want you to notice that the Apostle Paul wrote the phrase, live by the Spirit, or walk by the Spirit, in what's called the present tense, active voice, imperative mood. Let me explain. You see, the present tense refers to a continuous, ongoing, regular action that's happening in real time. It's happening right now. It's happening right now. It's happening right now, right now, right now, ad infinitum. You get the idea. It's something that that you need to do every moment of every day. It never stops. It's present tense. So by using the present tense here in the words live by the Spirit, Paul is telling us that every moment of every day, we need to regulate our life. We need to conduct ourselves according to the leading of the Holy Spirit. 
You see, as the Spirit of God reveals God's truth to you, as he's showing you things you need to either do or stop doing, things you need to fix or maybe change, you immediately yield your life to him. You immediately choose to put that truth into action in your life, not later on, right now, right now, right now. You see, that's living by the Spirit in the present tense. All right, so if you recall, a few moments ago I shared with you that Paul wrote the phrase, live by the Spirit in the present tense, active voice. The active voice simply means that this is something you have to do. No one else can do it for you. This is personal. You see, if you don't do it, it's not going to get done. So living by the Spirit, living every moment of every day under the direction of the Holy Spirit as he reveals God's word to you, that's something that only you can do. I can't do it for you, and you can't do it for me. Only you can hear the promptings of the Holy Spirit as he speaks God's truth into your heart. And as he guides you along the way, only you can make the decision to yield to his will right now, right now, right now, and apply God's truth right now to your life, right now, right now. Now, not only did Paul write the phrase, live by the Spirit in the present tense and active voice, he also included the imperative mood. Now, that means this isn't an option. It's a command. We're commanded by God to conduct our everyday living according to the leading of the Holy Spirit as he reveals God's word to you. Why? Listen, God knows what's best for you. So we are to live by the Spirit. Now, I also want you to notice that in Galatians 5.16, the verb live, live by, it indicates what's called forward movement. I like how the King James renders it. It says, walk by the Spirit. When you're walking, you're moving, you're progressing, you're going forward. The idea here is this, you're in the process of going from where you are right now to where you need to be, where you ought to be, where God wants you to be. Oftentimes, we call it spiritual growth. Only as you submit your life to the Spirit's control Will you move forward? Only as you live by the Spirit, walk by the Spirit, will you grow spiritually. Step by step by step, the Holy Spirit will move you from where you are to where God wants you to be. The Holy Spirit is our guide, if you will. Are you faithfully following Him? Are you listening to him speak God's truth to your heart? And are you walking in obedience to it? This is exactly why Paul said that when you live by the Spirit, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. The fact is, you cannot live the Christian life by your own strength and your own resources. You can't do that any more than you could save yourself for eternity. The, the, the victorious Christian life is a life that is lived under the direction of and through the power of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God, listen now, watch this. The Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, is not a force or a power for you to tap into and use. Listen to this clearly, my friend. The Holy Spirit is not a force or a power for you to use. He is a person of the Godhead. 
He is one to whom you and I are to yield. We're to let him use us. And I want to submit to you that holy living, godly living, purity, integrity doesn't come from the things that you do for God, but from what he does through you as you yield to him and choose daily to live by the Holy Spirit. Oh, never forget the integral role that your mind plays in living a life that glorifies God. Paul commands us in Romans 13, verse 14, to clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. Let me reiterate the point that if you're going to glorify God in your everyday living, you must first glorify him in your every moment thinking. Why? Because what you think becomes what you do. So let me repeat Romans 13, 14. Clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. How do I make sure that I don't think about how to satisfy my fleshly desires? Galatians 5, 16. Walk by the Spirit. Live by the Spirit. And you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. You and I as born-again believers are to put on godly behavior. But the only way that's going to be consistently characteristic of your life is if you radically change your thinking to godly thinking. Remember, what you think becomes what you do. So godly thinking will become godly living. We're to no longer think about how to gratify and satisfy the sinful desires of the flesh. What you think becomes what you do. I love Proverbs 23, 7, especially in the King James Version. It says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You and I are to purposefully, intentionally focus our thoughts, every thought, every moment of every day on how to live for God, how to glorify God, how to live in a way that brings him the attention, the honor, the praise. We are to daily Live by the Spirit. Walk by the Spirit. Regulate and conduct your life every moment of every day according to the truths found in God's Word. That's where the blessing is. That's where the freedom is. That's where the victory is. Well, if you'd like to learn more about this topic, let me encourage you to do two things. First of all, go to Amazon.com and purchase my most recent book entitled Overcoming Temptation. Four Steps to Spiritual Victory. Again, the title is Overcoming Temptation, Four Steps to Spiritual Victory. You see, saying no to temptation, choosing to to live a life that's upright and godly, that's a daily decision. It's a moment-by-moment choice that you must make. Every, Every time you're faced with a temptation, you're also faced with a decision. Do I give in? Or do I stand firm in the faith and fight? Do I yield to the leading of the Holy Spirit and choose to live to the glory of God in spite of my fleshly desires? Or do I focus on King me and give in to those sinful desires? Well, this book, Overcoming Temptation, Four Steps to Spiritual Victory, it presents in a very clear and practical way how to live a life that is holy and pure how to say no to sin, how to live by the Spirit in a way that glorifies your Creator, your Savior, your Heavenly Father. So again, the title of the book 
is overcoming temptation, four steps to spiritual victory. You you can find it on Amazon.com, or you can go to my website, The Purity Coach, all one word, ThePurityCoach.com. And in our resource section, there's a books recommended reading section, and you can find the book there. The second thing I'd like to encourage you to do is to download my free app if you haven't. Just go to your app store and search for My Purity Coach. Again, the app is called My Purity Coach. The app is free. It's available for any smart device, and it's chalked full of all kinds of helps and resources, all geared to guide you as you walk by the Spirit. Well, again, that free app is called My Purity Coach. Well, if this Point of Purity podcast has been a blessing to you, if it's ministered to you, encouraged you, challenged your walk with Christ, would you please prayerfully consider joining our team of Point of Purity partners? We want to impact the world by equipping and training men and women in how to live in purity and godliness and integrity. But we can't do it without financial support. We are a not-for-profit ministry, so your financial support of any amount to this ministry will go a long way toward helping men and women across the globe find the victory and freedom that only Christ can and will give. So if you'd like to support our ministry with any dollar amount, whether it's a one-time gift or a monthly donation, to give your tax-deductible gift to this ministry, simply go to our website, thepuritycoach.com puritycoach, all one word, dot com, and click on the donate button in the upper right corner of the menu bar. Thank you so much for partnering with us. Well, if you've not yet subscribed to this podcast, let me encourage you to do so today so you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Well, until next time, this is author, speaker, and purity coach, Steve Etner, reminding you that if you're going to glorify God in your everyday living, he must first be glorified in your every moment thinking.